Hey, girlfriend, welcome to the Restored Mind podcast, where we are going to be talking about various life topics surrounding mindset transformation. Imagine what it will look like to have peace in your life despite what the world is telling you. Hi, my name is Caroline, a wife, mom of three, and makeup-turned-fitness enthusiast. I am here to help you build a strong mindset that will propel you forward into a life of peace and joy. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Girlfriend, there is freedom waiting for you. So if you are ready to build a 2.0 version of yourself, then this podcast is for you. So grab your water or whatever you like to drink, throw on your walking shoes, and let's get going because it's always 4.13. Hello and welcome to the Restored Mind Podcast. My name is Caroline and I am so happy that you're here with me today. Hello, my friend. How are you doing? I can't believe we're already a full week into the second month of the year. And if you set yourself any goals for 2023 back in January, this is usually the month between February and March are usually the months where a lot of people start to fall off track for whatever reason. They may be lacking motivation or feeling like they're not seeing their results by this time and they feel like they should be seeing some type of something if that is you then i highly recommend episode six where i talk about motivation versus discipline it's such a good episode to listen to because it helps you gain a new perspective on how to be more consistent in your journey so in today's episode we are going to be asking the questions are you making progress have you lost motivation or are you currently building disciplined muscles and still going strong. And if that's you, that's awesome. I'm so excited for you. I cannot wait to see what goals you meet from just consistently showing up because that's how we get to where we want to go. Now, if you are someone who might have lost motivation and you're falling off track a little bit, then I hope that this episode gives you something new to maybe look at and helps you get back on track. A personal story of mine is that I struggled recently Um, Just within these last few weeks uh, of coming back from vacation, I struggled to show up for myself for various reasons, like being sick. So I got sick and then I got better and then I got sick again. And then we came back from a long vacation. It was a two-week vacation and I honestly felt this struggle. I was on a struggle bus for a little bit trying to get back into my normal routine and get my nutrition back on track because I know that while I kept my protein a priority on my vacation, I also knew that I had fattier meals and also higher carbs as well. And I realized that in these moments, what I really needed to do was decompress because I was mentally trained from a long drive. We live in North Carolina. We drove down to Georgia and then all the way to Oklahoma and then back again. And that drive alone was very exhausting so exhausting. We drove at night too, so our kids could sleep in the car so they wouldn't have to suffer the 10 plus hours that we drove. But it got me thinking about how we have these mental battles that we struggle within ourselves. And that might be not seeing results or becoming obsessed with the scale or maybe something that is pertaining to the kind of goal that you're setting for yourself. Or we feel like nothing is happening. There could be physical limitations like surgery or maybe something even chronic that sets our limits for us. And that could be 
something that we struggle with as well. So I get it all. So my mental struggle actually inspired today's episode where we are going to be talking about what a healthy mind looks like. Because when we think about someone who is healthy, what comes to mind? Someone who might look muscular, who looks toned, maybe even skinny, who fits into certain types of clothing during a certain season. And I can say that spring and summer is coming around. I'm seeing swimmer in stores now. Spring clothes are everywhere. At least it seems like that to me. And so we start to worry, did we do enough to be able to fit into these clothes by a certain time? If that's something that you resonate with, I used to feel like that all the time. And there's a sense of anxiety that came with that. But all of these things exude a healthy lifestyle and even happiness, right? We automatically assume that when we see someone who looks fit, whatever fit may look like in our own perspective, that they are happy and their life is close to being perfect when we compare it to our own lives. So thoughts we may have would be that there could possibly be nothing wrong in their life because they look so great or that they have so much money or whatever it is that you're looking at someone and making these assumptions of. But honestly, that could be far from the truth because we don't know their stories. We don't know why they go to the gym, why they do the hustles that they do. We truly don't know their stories. And there's also trauma that they're probably dealing with, past or present. And when we follow these people on social media and they talk about their insecurities or the current struggles that they're going through, we tend to think that their insecurities are less than our own. Because we might be saying to ourselves like, man, if I looked like that, I would not be complaining. I'm sure we've had these thoughts before. Maybe even said that to someone who was expressing an insecurity or struggle that they're going through. I've seen it on social media, especially with fitness influencers or coaches that share their journey with a lot of transparency for their audience because they want to be honest and upfront with their audience. So we end up losing sight of our journey, right? All of this combined is one of the reasons why we lose sight of our journey. Another reason would be because we get easily caught up in the physical changes. We lose sight of our why when we focus on only the physical aspects of our journey. It could be fitness or really anything, but the physical aspect of our journey. What are we gaining from being on this journey? What are we getting? Are we getting anything that we can show off and say, yeah, my hard work is paying off? That's usually when we start to lose sight of our why because when we don't obtain these things, these expectations that we have for ourselves, it makes us wonder if maybe what we're doing is the right thing or if we're even meant to do this thing. And then we end up comparing. Comparison is the thief of joy. And I talk about this in episode three, where comparing someone else's progress is unfair for both parties because honestly, you're not considering the amount of work that they've put into their results. And it most likely did not come easy for them. They worked hard for it. And also you're not acknowledging your starting point. So you starting at day one and comparing it to someone else's five, 10 year journey, you're not going to get the same results in a one or two month time span. When we compare ourselves to others, we end up losing sight of our own particular journey and why we even started this in the first place. Distractions are also a huge reason why we lose sight of our journey. Distraction is something that turns your attention away from what you want to concentrate on. The number one thing I have written here is social media. We could spend upwards of minutes or hours on social media and not even realize it. I am guilty of this. I know that some of you out here listening are guilty of that too. 
Think about how many times you've gotten on Instagram or TikTok and you're just mindlessly scrolling through short videos because they are very catchy and you're finding it entertaining in some way, shape, or form. I'm not saying that social media is a bad thing. I think that it's a wonderful thing, honestly. Like it's a double-edged sword. You know, my husband says this all the time. The internet is a good and a bad thing. Good in a sense where it's so easy to connect with other people, but bad in a sense, it becomes a distraction to us and we end up losing sight of what we're supposed to be doing in real life. So if this is you, something that might help would be to put your phone on silence after a certain time and just keep it away from you so you're not tempted to touch your phone constantly. What I've also done is that I've silenced social media notifications. So I don't even get a badge that says, so-and-so commented on a post or that you got a message from someone. So I only see these notifications when I actually go into the app myself to go look and see what's what's happening on, on Facebook or Instagram. Another distraction would be family and kids. And I'm not saying that it's a bad thing, but at the end of the day, it is still a distraction and it keeps us from potentially completing tasks that we need to in order to make moves that align with our goals. An example I have here is going on a family vacation. I feel like that's something most of us or all of us can relate to. We have an established routine when we're at home, but then we go on vacation and then we don't bring our daily routine into the vacation because not everyone is going to be eating the same thing as you or doing the same thing as you and you're wanting to spend time with family and friends and I get it. I highly encourage making new memories whenever possible especially with friends and family that you don't see very often. I used to live that that lifestyle where I would do really good at eating a cleaner diet or doing something more active and then going on vacation and completely disregarding my normal routine. I'd come back from vacation and it would be hard for me to get back into that routine that I had because it was so easy to not do the things that aligned with my goals. What I have learned though is that if I can take parts of my daily routine and establish them on vacation, then I'd be fine readjusting when I come back home. An example is I'm going on family vacation and wanting to spend more time with my family. I don't want to miss out or anything like that, but I still want to be intentional with my movements. So I will wake up earlier and do a short workout or go on a walk and come back shower. And by the time I'm done putting myself together, my family would have just gotten up and I didn't miss anything. The caveat to that also is staying up late and having conversations and just really enjoying each other's presence. If I'm going to bed at one or two in the morning, chances of me getting up at five or six is not going to happen because I know that I'm going to be tired. But we allow for these things to happen. It's the grace that we extend to ourselves. And in doing this, I also learned that it's okay to step away from family for an hour or so to complete a task. So back to what I was saying with staying up late and not waking up at six or seven to go on your walk. It's okay to say, after breakfast, I'm going to go for a walk. And then invite your family, extend that invitation out to them and say, hey, do you guys want to go for a walk? It'll be brief. We'll be outside. They're going to say yes or no. And if they say no, that's fine. You've already told yourself you're going to go do it anyway, and you're going to get it done. So that's just learning to cope with the situation as it changes. And even though I said family and kids can be a distraction, I'm not saying that it is a bad thing. We just have to learn to adjust to that. We can also be our own distractions, right? Because we'll make excuses or try to take the easier route of not doing the thing that we're supposed to be doing simply because we don't feel like it. It's a feeling. We don't feel like doing something, so we tend to not want to do it. And we'll make up excuses or try to stall time so that we can say, oh no, I ran out of time. 
I can't do the thing I said I was going to do now. I say all of that to say we need to check in with our minds more often than we think. We have to ask ourselves, are we in a fixed mindset or are we in a growth mindset? And I go over this in episode two of my podcast on why mindset matters. But basically, fixed is believing that it, your way of thinking or talent is unchangeable. And growth is believing that you can be changed and you can make improvements. But the real reason why mindset matters is because they're the key to breakthroughs. If you continuously show up and you continuously have a growth mindset, you're going to start to see that you have these small little breakthroughs that end up a big win overall in the long run. So what is a healthy mind? When we ask ourselves how fit our mind is, it keeps us in check with the actions that we're taking to see if it aligns with our goals. A healthy mind also rejoices and renews their mind daily meaning intentionally taking actions to consume the type of energy they want to give and receive. Asking God to remove what is sin and asking him to take over. When we do this, we are one, acknowledging that we are sinful, and two, we need God's grace. Again, we are imperfect. We need God's grace. A healthy mind also checks on how healthy relationships are with others. How are your relationships with the people around you? I feel like we have to stop this mindset of if they're not checking in on me, I'm not going to check in on them. One, mainly because we don't know what the other person is going through. We don't know why they haven't reached out. But if we notice that, then the right thing to do, the big and courageous thing to do would be to reach out and say, hey, I've noticed you've been quiet lately. How are you doing? You want to be the change that you want to see happen. And I'm not saying to be weird and go send messages to everyone on your contact list or your Facebook friends. I'm simply saying that genuinely when someone crosses your mind, when you're in mid thought or you're driving home or you hear something that reminds you of that person, reach out, let them know, hey, I was thinking about you today. I heard this and I thought about you. I just wanted to share it with you and reach out and ask how you're doing. Simple as that. However they respond, that's completely up to them. But know that when you extend that invitation of having a conversation, you're technically building on a relationship. And the more that you pour into that relationship, the the more it's going to grow, the more fruit it's going to bear from that. And last but not least, the last point I want to make on a healthy mind is checking in on how you're feeling within your own body. The reason why I say that is because a lot of of the time we associate a healthy thing with something that we can tangibly touch and or see but we can't see our mind we have to check in with ourselves and realize that what we see in the mirror sometimes may not always look like how we would want our bodies to look like but at the end of the day our body is still carrying us through our daily routine whatever that may look like and when we check in on how we're feeling asking questions and taking time to notice how we're feeling mentally. And these questions can stir up feelings inside of us that are good and or bad. It could be good because you're in a fantastic place. It could be bad because you're not in such a good place and you're wondering if whatever you're doing is enough and you're wondering if you are enough and why your body looks this way. There's so many questions that we ask ourselves that we try to bury under the distractions that we may have. 
So I hope that this episode was able to shift your perspective because I feel like too often we put a lot of focus on our physical fitness and forget the mental aspect of it. It's great that we are keeping ourselves accountable for all these physical goals by measuring ourselves and keeping track of all these things, but it's just as equally important that we check in with our mental fitness alongside with our physical goals because they go hand in hand. If you are mentally not doing well, then physically your performance is not going to do well as well. All right, my friends, I hope that this was able to shift your perspective in some way. And remember, it's always 413. I hope this episode has lifted your spirits and blessed you abundantly. Before you go, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can receive new episodes when they are released every week. I'm on various platforms like Spotify, Podcast Index, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Alexa, and so much more. You can find the complete list on my podcast website. That's www.buzzsproutcom forward slash 2084024. All right, my friend, I'm praying God's blessings over you. And remember that you can do hard things because it's always 413. See you next week on the Restored Mind Podcast with Caroline Tao.